the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. To speak with, well, I guess I'm speaking now with Eric Markowitz from the International Business Times. How are you, Mr. Markowitz? Hey, how are you? Doing well. Um, Ten-year anniversary on Katrina and New Orleans, and everyone's talking about it on different levels. You've recently written article, Meet the Man Who Runs New Orleans Entirely Privatized City Surveillance System. What got this topic generated in your head as a something to write about? You know, this had been an issue that uh, the local papers had been covering for a little bit. Um, but basically in New Orleans, you know, a city that has, frankly, a lot of crime, uh, there isn't a city-backed um, private or a city-backed camera surveillance system. Um, you know, in New York, in Boston, some cities have cameras all around the city that are fed to police, but New Orleans um, hasn't had that. Uh, and so a one local man basically started it himself. Is there a business model tied towards security and watching the streets of New Orleans? You know, he has filed this as a nonprofit, and the, the only business um, that really comes from it is when people put up a camera and the way it works is um, he asked people, you know, just regular residents of New Orleans to put up a camera on their homes or their garages and face it towards the street. Um, he'll either sell them the camera or they can buy the camera themselves from whatever source they'd like. Um, he does charge them $10 a month to participate and that's um, to, you know, defray the costs of, of storing all of this um, live video feed, which is, you know, takes up a lot of space. Um, and then, you know, he, he says that they make less than $100,000 a year doing this. Um, and so this isn't, you know, some massive moneymaker for him. He is really just a passionate, devoted guy to New Orleans and, and really wants to make the city safer. Um, and, it, you know, it, it really has been working. He comes across as a bit of a vigilante. Um, <laughs> he, he's yeah, maybe <laughs> like a little bit of a Batman. A little bit of a Batman. He's watching the city. Um, does he have a staff that helps him? He has uh, three people that okay. work with him, but then there's also volunteers that, that pitch in. Um, and so it is sort of like a, a grassroots effort led by, led by this one guy named Brian Lagarde. Where does this go? Um, is this something that you think other cities will adopt as well? I don't think so. I mean, I think this is a pretty unique situation. Um, you know, there really aren't any other cities with um, privatized, uh, you know, surveillance networks. Um, at least I hope not. I mean, it's sort of a, in some ways, it's 
a little bit of a creepy concept, you know, just one guy who has access to all of these video feeds all around the city at any time of the day. Um, you know, here I think it's being used for good, and there are there are plenty of instances in which uh, the videos that he that he has have been used in criminal investigations, and detectives will routinely come to him and say, "Hey, you know, there was a burglary on the street. Do you have video of that?" Um, and he'll even be listening to to the police splatter, you know, the the police radio, uh, as things are unfolding, and he'll be pulling up live video feeds, and he has basically a direct line to. New Orleans Police Department, and he'll even call them and let them know, hey, the suspect is wearing, you know, a black sweatshirt. Um, you know, this is what you should look out for. So it's it's, it's really fascinating what he's doing. I hate to ask the question, but is he married? <laughs> he, yeah, I believe he is. Yeah, okay, this is pretty uh, obsessive to me. Uh, he, yeah, he's definitely a little bit obsessed with this. I think. Um, you know, I, I did ask him what his uh, what his hours were like, and uh, you know, he kind of gave me like a. Like, well, it's 24-7. You know, he's kind of on call at all times. There's a show on CBS, which is uh, some sort of brain-computer thing um, where it's monitoring crimes and the computer becomes too powerful. I don't even know. I saw a couple episodes where I've heard about it and things. Is this something that can get out of control? Is this something like privacy concerns? Is government stepping in and shutting him down? Yeah, well, so far, I mean, I think on its surface – yeah, of course, it's a little bit weird. Uh, <laughs> but as far as the government shutting it down, you know, these, he's not doing anything wrong at all. Um, you know, he, these people who are providing him uh, with access to the live video feeds are, you know, knowingly doing this. They know exactly who he is. The, what's interesting here is the New Orleans Police Department has asked him uh, for, to, to, to hand over basically his database of people who have signed up for this because they want to register those people and find out, you know, who exactly has security cameras that if there is some sort of incident, some sort of crime, the police can go directly to them. His answer is, no, I'm not giving you any of this information. Um, you know, these are people who have elected to participate in my program, and, I, and it would be, you know, infringing on their privacy uh, if I were to give you access to their cameras directly. Uh, so he, he, he's refused to do that, and so... There, there is some there is some tension between the New Orleans Police Department and and Brian and and you know they they both admit it it's pretty open uh, that there is this tension but they still do work together uh, and he does help them in many ways uh, you know solve crimes um, get people convicted um, so it's it's a very interesting dynamic. I noticed in your story um, the number of New Orleans Police Department homicide detectives is at its lowest level in five years. Yeah, you know, ten years after Katrina, the murder rate remains very, very high, and is worrisome. Could this be a way? I mean, I guess I'm digging for a financial angle. Should cities consider programs like this as a way to help catch murderers or catch violent crimes, and cut, to cut down on their staff? Because you said it's a hundred thousand dollars, and you know, two two detectives or one detective is probably a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I, I think I think there needs to be a, still a clear distinction between you know who's granted the power. To, to really, you know, direct the flow of law enforcement. I mean, I think the, the problem here is there's a frustration from the police side that, uh, you know, Brian is like, in, in, some, in, in some instances, they've, they've told me that he has maybe overstepped a little bit and tried to, you know, dispatch officers to a particular scene where he thinks something is about to happen. So, uh, Yes, I mean theoretically, you know, this is this is a help for the city. This maybe privatizing uh, the system made things more efficient. Um, 
but but there I, I do think that there is to the police department's point you know there needs to be a clear distinction between you know a business owner who you know has these cameras and law enforcement who are trained and who know what they're doing and who uh, really you know their job is built for this and he was a New Orleans police officer for it looked like three or four years why did he leave the force uh, you know I'm, frankly I'm not too sure I think I think he uh, he got really involved in surveillance. So he was a patrol officer in the early 90s, and then he became sort of a, uh, a white-collar uh, criminal investigator for a few years in the mid to late 90s. And then he started doing a lot of video surveillance for that work. And actually, you know, he, he left the police force to start a, a company that, that essentially focuses on private surveillance. So he sells, you know, cameras to different organizations all around the world. Um, this project he he started more recently in 2011 um really because of just a frustration with you know crime was very high um and, and the city still had not developed its own surveillance or camera system at all and he felt that he could basically do better anything else that we need to know about this story speaking with eric markowitz writer for the international business times he wrote an article recently called meet the man who runs new orleans entirely privatized city surveillance system anything else you want to add that we didn't hit on no, I think that about covers it. I mean, I'd be curious to get people's feedback if they, uh, you know, if they feel like this is uh, something creepy or something that, that, would, that they would welcome in their own communities. Thanks very much. You can email Eric Markovitz at e.markovitz uh, at ivtimes. That's e.markovitz at ivtimes.com. And if anyone wants to email me, I'll send you his email as well. You can tweet him at, at Eric, E-R-I-C-M-A-R-K-O-W-I-T-Z as well. With that said, you can find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. You can always go to ibtimes.com, and uh, you'll find him there as well pretty easily, all things considered. So the stock market, let's get back to the market. And, you know, we just talked a little bit about uh, what's being funded in venture capital. And it's really, you know, security and some hardware, think Fitbit, um, how to hire people, there's not a lot of venture capital pitches going on right now for social. So there's a lot of money falling for small businesses. So it's not, <clears throat> it doesn't have to be, you know, a $15 idea. It could be a five cent idea. Um, one example of a company that was pitching at an incubator con conference recently was a condom company that presented it and it said it's a non-toxic condom. Now, you know, plastics and rubbers and things like that, you're like, that's kind of chemically or something like that. And he says that women want it. <clears throat> but instead of talking about the technology that made it non-toxic, he talked about the cost, where he says it costs five cents to make. And, you know, one, it costs five cents to make with 12 in a box, and you could sell it for $15. And it's like it's all about the margins. Um, it's like the razor company that you've heard a lot about, you know where you can get a razor a day and it's delivered to you. And um, it's not the concept of you have to, you know, get some sort of huge business going. It could be a very small niche business that has really wonderful profit margins tied towards it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Taking a quick look at the markets. Um, what we have is... Kind of in the red. It's, it's kind of zigzaggy today, to be quite honest with you. Uh, both the NASDAQ and the SP 500 have hit green for just a skosh, just a minute. 
but it's open down, went up, open down, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down, it goes up. So not a lot going on right now. China is, China banks are warning of rising bad loans and falling margins as the economy slows. Things can get worse. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.